Hello my loves, happy November. We have almost made it through 2022. Can you believe that? What a year. A really big theme just to be vulnerable with you guys uh, for myself and I think a lot of other people who really care about the planet and about how things are going has been dealing with eco-anxiety, right? It's been dealing with this real worry for the planet and our future and if you have children or if you may have children in the future, their futures and how do we navigate that, right? I think a really important thing that I try to cultivate here on the show and in my life path and the way that I work with this reality is being solutions focused, right? There's only so much sort of climate doom and gloom material that any one of us can take in and still feel hopeful, right? It's And if we listen to these mainstream narratives of, you know, what's being shown on the internet, what's being shown on news channels, which I don't watch the news and I would recommend that you guys not watch the news either in terms of like the way that it's structured on CNN or Fox or some of these mainstream channels. But anyways, if we're just consuming that and dwelling in the way that those things are framed, it's not good for eco-anxiety, it's not good for our mental health, and it's not good for moving the needle towards this regenerative future that we all want. So that's why on this show we focus so much on solutions and what can be done because there is so much. And if you've been listening to the show even a little bit, you know the possibilities for turning things around are huge. So in this episode, I just really want to focus on how do we deal with our mental state around this work, right? How can we work with our eco-anxiety? How can we work with our fear in a way that it's not going to cripple us, in a way that will allow us to process our feeling and leave us in a place of feeling empowered to contribute to this movement in a positive way? Because the emotional part of this experience is real, right? I mean, if you guys know me or have been following me for a little while, you know I'm a Cancer. Cancer's known for being a very deep feeling sign, right? So I'm Cancer with Aquarius moon. So I have this forward thinking, um, future scheming kind of uh, leadership capacity, but I also feel things really deeply. And so being and stepping more into this role of like educator, designer, advocate for the regenerative movement a lot of work has gone into that and consistently goes into that on my end on managing my emotional experience so these are the tips that I have learned along the way and I am so happy to be sharing them with you today I hope that they help you okay the first tip that I have for you guys is to go into a space of acknowledgement right there is some relief in acknowledging that we didn't realize as a species that we were making such serious societal design errors. Sometimes I see this defeatist rhetoric around, oh, humanity's evil, we're a plague on the planet, we're awful, we deserve X, Y, and Z. And that is just not the case. Like any organism, we have worked to adapt, survive, um, shape our environment in ways that supports us. And what's happened is that there's been an imbalance with that, right? And the ways that we've approached that in the amount of power and force that we've exerted over the landscape has left us in this place. But it's not like we set out as a species to be like, oh, hey, I want to create deserts. Oh, hey, I want everyone to have microplastic in their systems and things like that. 
I don't think that humanity is coming from a bad place. We just didn't understand the direction that we're steering and now we're being asked to steer differently. So I would invite you to just take a deep breath, sink your shoulders down, relax the tension where you may be holding in your shoulders or throughout your body and just repeat to yourself, I am now part of the generation of people who are doing things better. I am part of this generation that is helping to fix things, that is changing the way that we live on the planet to a harmonious and beautiful way of life. And just breathe that in for a second because we can fix this. Oh, wow. I feel so much better after even just doing that with you guys for a second. And I hope that you feel it too. So the next tip that I'm going to tell you guys that really helps me so much is creating safe containers to feel these feelings that come up, right? Because we are humans. We're emotional creatures. We have these emotional experiences and especially as people who care deeply, which I believe everyone listening to this show does care deeply, creating safe containers in which to experience our emotions so that they flow through us and don't leave us incapacitated is key. Okay, so I'm going to speak to a key way to sort of frame and understand our emotional experience as taught to me by my therapist. By the way, I am a strong advocate for therapy. It's basically like It's a method for us to learn to navigate our own internal energetic and mental layout. And I strongly believe in destigmatizing it. I think it's a really important tool for every single human alive at this time. Okay, so the way that my therapist has taught me to understand the emotional experience is it is like weather, right? It's um, our emotions come, they surge up, we feel them so strongly, and then they pass. So every single strong emotion that we have ever felt in our lives, it has passed. And so what our feelings ask of us, right? What's, what this eco-anxiety asks of us, what this worry for the future asks of us, is it asks for us to simply feel it, to not see it as a problem that needs to be fixed. It's not a problem to experience eco-anxiety. It's not a problem to be uncomfortable with the way that things are going and want for them to change for the better. That's actually amazing. And what we need to do is just feel these feelings. We're not going to stop at feeling them, but when we allow ourselves to just feel these things without trying to fix them, that puts us in a space of practicing mental resilience and it puts us in a space of on the other side of an emotional experience, being able to catalyze it into positive action. My favorite ways to process my emotions are, I love using binaural beats. I don't know if you guys are familiar with binaural beats. It's basically a type of music that activates both hemispheres of your brain and helps you to process things. I like my binaural beats partnered with a guided meditation. So for that reason, I use the service to be magnetic, which is a service where you subscribe for a small monthly amount and get access to all of these meditations that help you to work through internal blocks. They all incorporate binaural beats and I found them to be very powerful and helpful. 
So hiking in the woods with these binaural beats going, if you take CBD or things like that to incorporate that as well and just put on your headphones, put on the binaural beats and hike and move through your emotional process, move through the visualizations. You know, for me, I'll often need to stop, think, um, Sometimes I'll lay on the forest floor. I will allow myself to cry. I will do basically whatever I need to do to allow the emotions to swell up, move through me, and know that I am safe and supported in the forest or the garden or whatever natural place I happen to be while I'm doing that processing and be like, all right, I'm creating this container for my emotional experience to surge through me. My intention is to process it and feel so much better on the other side. Sometimes it takes about an hour. I would say give it about an hour of that process. And you guys, this is night and day for me. And I would love to hear how it goes for you if you try the binaural beats and hiking in the forest approach to processing your anxious feelings. There are many other things you can also do to support yourself in your emotional experience. I also really love journaling for this purpose, right? Getting out of your head, onto the paper, allowing yourself to process your thoughts, process your feelings, and not have it bottled up inside you, right? The idea is allow these emotions to move without seeing them as a problem, without seeing them as something to be fixed, just acknowledging them as something to be experienced and creating safe containers for yourself to do so so that you can be all cylinders firing again on the other side. Okay, so the third tip is after you move through this kind of realization, you've processed your emotions. By the way, this will, at least for me, this is kind of a constant thing. It's something that I do you know, at least once a week where I'll really move through a process like this and remind myself we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into, go through my emotional process around how I'm feeling about things, and then arriving at this third step, which is, okay, what solutions can I dial into to help the whole? What solutions can I dial into to help the planet and help to make things better for all of us? So for me, something that I'm doing for that right now is speaking to you guys because I know we're all having this type of experience, right? But in general, a good way to approach this is um, sharing energy, right? Reaching out to community, um, inviting friends over to garden or pulsing your energy into your own garden, right? Sharing your energy with nature and growing native plants, growing perennial plants, growing food volunteering if you have local gardens or food forests or other nonprofits or mutual aid organizations that you can volunteer with that's a really meaningful way to direct your energy right because we don't want to just sit in our little boxes and be anxious by ourselves some of the best ways to catalyze this is spread it out right reach out don't just turn inwards and i think especially after covid a lot of us are really kind of got more socialized around not being social right being alone um doing things alone just doing through things through the internet and all that and really we need to be connecting with community right now more than ever okay so that's a really important way that we can catalyze this change right um a really common theme and everybody who works with me that I consult with remotely especially and locally is I know you have at least a 
couple cool people living around you who also care about the planet, who probably have banging gardens, who would be stoked to connect with you and find those people, right? Find your people because more and more, we are all going to need each other. So be catalyzed into finding your community. A couple ideas for doing that are you can sign up for local courses. Obviously, you can do your research, look around you and see, are there cool, you know, is there a permaculture course? Is there an edible gardening course? Is there some sort of nonprofit or some community garden where you can go and volunteer and get plugged in because nature people are kind you know what I mean we're a kind breed we're an inclusive breed we want to work for the whole and generally there's a shared consciousness that I've found in people who feel called to this work of really getting that it's integrated and that this is a team sport right Okay, another idea for the action that you can be catalyzed into is you can do what's called a permablitz or um, basically like a cooperative workday with your friends where you guys go to someone's property and all focus on, you know, whatever, if they need a new garden bed built or if they need, if they want to create a hugo culture, if they need help setting up their chicken coop, if they just want to gather food from their gardens or their food forest and like cook together as a meal and maybe you weed and do a little maintenance as it goes or maybe it's just a group where you all sip tea from herbs that one of you guys grew and just speak about your experiences being alive as a human on the planet at this time just allow yourself to be catalyzed into that type of connective action This type of community support being so crucial to kind of growth and even in physics, you know, exponentially when two or more forces come together, the impact is greatly amplified. This is why I love teaching groups, right? This is why I created the course that I teach, Regenerative Rituals, is because when we come together in this way and brainstorm and share ideas and work on our projects together, advance our consciousness together, share our emotional experiences, and our humanness together, this is where real transformation happens. All right, my friends, I hope that this has been helpful. You know, I think we're all experiencing some level of eco-anxiety at this time, and so I just really wanted to speak to that because you are not alone in this. None of us are alone in this. It's actually literally not even possible for us to be alone because our literal bodies are composed of ecosystems of microbes and microorganisms and gut flora and all the things, right? So we are literally never alone. And the more that we acknowledge our shared experience, like I'm doing here with you now, and work together, the better things are going to get on this planet. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for caring about this planet. Seriously, if you are listening to this, You are a key piece of the change that is happening now. We need you. You are loved. And I will see you in the next episode.